I find it fascinating how much my life has changed in just the past three years. And when I mean changed, from the outside, it didn't really change all too much. But the way I see life at 27 verse 24 feels like a clip straight out of Inception. As we age, we see things from a different lens. Things that were important are no longer important. Things that were not important now all of a sudden are very important. Imprinted into our DNA is this evolution the human brain and body undergoes, sometimes working for us in spectacular fashion while other times spiraling out of control. With every experience, our whole world can feel a shift. The atoms in our brain and body reshaping the neurons in our psyche, the way we communicate, the way we perceive. And while all that happens, the human species constantly finds ourselves wondering, where did the time go? Why did I do things that way? What was I thinking? If only I knew what I know now. If only. The two words where majority of our regret begins leading to storing a unique file known as a let's not do that again. Sometimes in life, the only way to learn a lesson is the hard way. And for many, it's with age and time that we finally learn what we wish we could have known 20, 30 years ago. The words, what if, typically begin when we start to fathom what we might be able to accomplish. Standing in the way of that what if and you making moves in your life is what Bradley explains in this podcast confidence. Brad Lee is the host of the Dropping Bombs podcast as well as the founder of Lightspeed VT. His no shits given outlook on life is as upfront and in your face as it gets. He tells you the way things are and absolutely does not sugarcoat it. Brad keeps it real. No other way around it. But what I really liked about Brad is that beneath the intensity of his message lays a dumpster of truth. And for some of you listeners, this episode is exactly what you needed to hear to direct you onto the path you've been dying to believe you're capable of taking. In this podcast, we discuss how to diagnose the root cause to all your successes and failures, the recipe to rebuild your confidence, how to use yourself as a measure versus the expectations of others, and why winning at just 10 things a day can alter the entire course of your life. As always, you can watch this podcast with Brad and I live on YouTube. And without further ado, episode 66, Dropping Bombs with Brad Lee and Len Jones. Let's jump into it. Lee, we are live. How's it going, man? Dude, it's going fantastic. Any better, I'd be twins. Man, dropping bombs. What a name for a podcast and what a just a, a reference to be able to reference your personality. I think that phrase represents you so much. Dropping bombs? Yeah. I'll take that. All right. I because whenever, whenever you speak, it's like I, you don't just say something. You freaking say something. Like with everything <laughs> you do. I like that. All right. Man, I'm excited that you're, you jumped on. Where are you based right now? Vegas. Vegas. Cool. Uh, we're out in Santa Monica, California. And, you know, following your journey, looking at your book, The Hard Way, it's a fantastic job. You crushed it. You talk about these three lessons. And the lessons that you talk about are literally some of the key questions that we try to figure out here on the podcast. So I'm excited to kind of dive a little back into that. But one of the first things you mentioned, is you talk about the secrets that are rarely known before the age of 40. Can you kind of talk a little bit about, you know, what that even means and, and kind of give us a little taste of, of what those are? He, normally I'd say, man, you got to buy the book, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, but the trailer's live. 
Well, not only that, but you know, my mission is to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. So they don't have to spend as much time, money or effort achieving the same things. You see what I'm saying? So that's my, that's my mission, bro. Ham. So I'd be honored, honored to, to, to impart some knowledge onto your young followers. Amen. And you've been in the sales and marketing world for 25 years now, correct? Or old followers for that matter. You got a bunch of old followers or young followers? We got all ages, man. It's startups, typically people that are starting businesses, whether that's traditional or online. So it's, it's startups are our foundation. Well, that's my specialty, dude. Startups, man. I've started more ups than you can count. There it is. (laughs) Hey, let me tell you something. I'm a, I'm a freaking upstarting genius. What, what, what's the number one problem your listeners seem to have starting a, up, uh, a startup? Uh, I think the biggest thing is jumping into it for the first time, kind of like spreading those wings and flying. Now why you know, is that? I why think that humans naturally overthink everything that they can and, and they look at all the downsides and, and the what ifs and the what ifs scare them more than the positives. And unfortunately, they get drowned in a what if hurricane. And instead of just jumping in and figuring it out as you go, that's one reason. I think another reason is people, are scared. I'm 27. Okay, good. I think people are also scared about how they're going to look on the journey. You know, how people are going to appear them, especially when you start off, you start off so small, you're not getting views, you're not getting the listens, people aren't looking at you. And then you take that directly to the heart, you know, versus looking at what you can gain, the connections you can build, the people you can help, the people you can inspire, like all those things that, that get us going to, to have fun with it before people know, you know, what you're doing or who you are, really becoming your own number one supporter. Yep. So again, you, and, and you're right in all those cases, okay? But you're 27, so that must not be what it is because you, you're, you're not 40 yet. So the only way you can understand and learn what I'm talking about is if you're you're at least 40. Yeah, that's and that's why I can't I know. I mean, just looking back 3 years ago, I feel like I didn't know anything. So, 3 years from now, I'm going to feel like I don't know anything. And that's why I am honored and blessed to hear these words out of your mouth. Well, not only that, but that's why you're honored and blessed period because you realize you don't know everything. And anyone that's real successful realizes the same thing. I know the same thing. A lot of times people try to compare, right? Um, I always tell people, don't compare, prepare, okay? Because it doesn't matter what you're doing or what I'm doing. But in a lot of cases, people get inspired by other people's uh, accomplishments and or the opposite. They get kind of discouraged by other people's uh, accomplishments. And it's because they're comparing themselves when they should be preparing themselves. There's people that are ahead of you, period. And then you'll look at them like, why don't I have a private jet? Why don't I have you know, uh, a major league sports team, you know, well, how old is that person? Maybe they're 64, 71. Well, number one, they're ahead of you. Okay. They've, they've lived twice as long as you like, dude, they've, they've already learned shit that you'll never learn in some cases. They've met people you'll never meet in some cases. And when you boil it down to it, bro, it's about who you know, what you know, where you've been, what you can link to another thing, what relationship did you form that literally turned you on to the relationship that made you rich or, 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 or got you connected or, or taught you the lesson. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, we can get, we can get like deep into things or we can just keep it real surfacey. But the book talks about ultimately 
18 life lessons that I've learned. I don't know necessarily that nobody before 40 would learn these things, but it took me a while to learn them anyway. And, you know, some of them I learned at six years old. So, so I'd, I'd have to go look at that copy because it's not anything about you have to be 40 to know it. I can promise you this though, all the things you just said, I would have taught, I would have agreed to, I would have spoke on if this were my show, because what you just said, dude, very insightful. And anyone listening should write down everything you just said. Now my question would be, why? Why do people do that? I think a lot of the reason is um, there could be many reasons. It could be because of the comfort of a, of a job, comfort of a paycheck, a security blanket. It could be lack of personal belief. I think that's a big thing. Just not truly believing in themselves. Maybe no one in their life told them that they could do it. Uh, maybe they just kind of got that sheep effect where they're just kind of part of a herd and they don't really feel like their personality stands for something. And I think a big thing is people just don't think that they're you know, deserving or rewarding or capable of it. You know, just like when you put out a video, especially if you go live on Facebook for the first time, what a traumatic experience, you know, just going in front of a bunch of people live. You don't know what to say, what to do. But once you put yourself out there, you feel unstoppable after. It's like one of the best rushes, kind of like a speaking on a stage. It's one of the scariest things, but most rewarding things. So I think it's more just overcoming those ops, those mental barriers. See, dude, you're a wise sage for 27. Because I would agree with all of those. However, if you kind of reduce that down to the common factor, like you said, you know, comfort level, correct. People are afraid to release what they have to go for what they want, which is crazy because what they have, they clearly don't want. They want something more. They want something else. But yet they're afraid to let go of what they have to reach for what they want. Makes no sense, correct? Correct. So that whole comfort level is correct as well, which boils down to this one, so, you know, almost source of the problem. There's lack of belief, which is clearly the same source. There is the lack of they, you know, they don't have the right personality. They don't believe they deserve it. Da, da, da. It boils down to they don't like themselves. They don't uh, feel that they deserve it, which boils down to they lack confidence, bro. Yes or no? Absolutely. Okay, so, so the question is, is how do we repair someone's confidence? If I could drop knowledge on this group, you know, of startup entrepreneurs, I would solve all of those things you just talked about by doing one thing. What's that? Establish or repair their confidence. Because it boils down to confidence. It boils down to beliefs. It boils down to your perspective. So if you're a startup and you're excited and nothing phases you, why? Well, because you're passionate and you believe and like nobody can sway you. You're not listening to anybody about anything. You're going. That's called driven, passionate. It's also called stupid. Okay, I already did that. That's how I got to where I am. And you can be successful doing it that way. But what I would recommend is seek knowledge faster. Okay. Start listening to more podcasts, start going to more events, start meeting more people, start asking more questions, start listening more, start learning more, you know, in, in, engage on a journey of, of knowledge uh, acquirement, meaning, dude, I just love, I just love learning, learning. So at the end of the day, that will contribute to how long it takes you to be successful. Like my startup phase has been 20 years. I have a 20 year old startup. So you're always in startup mode. 
No, it's because I didn't, I didn't seek knowledge. I didn't do what I just told you to do and other people to do. I did it the stupid hard way. I did it the hard way. Hence my book title. Right. But couldn't you also I spent, say that? I spent 20 years not documenting the processes. Now I got to go back and document all the processes. Had I documented the processes and the systems as I grew, I would have grown 10 times as much, had 10 times more happy customers, 10 times more referrals, 10 times more sales. Why? Because I would have documented the processes and created run books and manuals and shit that took me 20 years to realize, oh, you actually need those things if you want to be successful. And when I talk successful, I'm talking about multi-billion dollar company, but I'm also talking about seven figures a year. So at the end of the day, whether you're a big company or a little company, you need to train your people, yes or no. Yes. You need to train and develop your people. You're either going to do it with technology or you're not. You're either going to use light speed or you're going to use some other crap. At the end of the day, these are all choices, aren't they? And when it boils down to it, it's really just a matter of choices. Somebody chose to quit their job and do a startup. Some of you are starting them up on the side. Some of you are, some of you are starting it up uh, 100%. Someone asked me earlier, when did you decide to go all in on light speed? I said, dude, when I started. Okay, I don't believe you should start unless you're ready to go all in. Now, that's just my belief. Do I, if someone said, so you don't believe that you can start something on the side and then grow it to a point where you quit? Yes, I do. I recommend that all the time for the people that are too scared to freaking just go all in. So you can win a million different ways, man. Quit thinking there's only one way to get successful because there's many ways to become successful. Nobody wants to tell you that. You know why? Because they want you to buy their way. This is my way, brother. I'm not going to talk about any other ways. Well, there's shitloads of ways to be successful, but there are some foundational principles that if you master and learn, you're going to freaking have a much easier and quicker time doing it. So some of those foundational keys like ethics and integrity, dude, don't be a piece of shit. Okay. You don't be a piece of shit. Don't be a liar. Don't not do what you say you're going to do. But I go back to the beginning. It all boils down originally to confidence. So let's talk about confidence. You want me to, you want me to drop a little bombs on how to repair or establish confidence? Drop them. Let's go. Okay. Number one, you got to forgive yourself. Okay. A lot of people have never really taken the time or even thought about the notion of forgiving themselves. Okay, now think about why would you need to forgive yourself? Well, because you've let yourself down more than you've let anybody else down. You've let yourself down more than you've let anybody else in the world down. And how many times have you apologized in your life? Plenty, I would imagine, unless you're a prick. But at the end of the day, you've apologized a million times, never to yourself, more than likely. So, number one, forgive yourself. You've let yourself down. You've procrastinated. You've ate the wrong foods. You've drank. You've cheated on people. You've lied. You've damaged your confidence. You've eroded your ethics and integrity, which eroded your being. You know what I'm saying? You're less of a being. And you know that subconsciously. You may not be aware of it consciously because you have an ego to protect you, but subconsciously, you know, you're a piece of shit. You've been lying and cheating others and yourself for years, folks. Now, again, nobody wants to tell you this because it's not nice and it's not politically correct. And everyone's defense starts to come out. Dude, 
put away your defenses. Do you want results or do you want a freaking uh, 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 a fair trial? Like, dude, you've lied to people, yes or no? You've fucking cheated on people, yes or no? And if, you, if your answer is no, you are Jesus, you're telling me? Okay, good. Well, you're the exception. I'm talking about the rule. See what I'm saying? You're the exception, brother. Keep on blessing. But if you're like me and everybody else on the planet, and yeah, you've let yourself down, forgive yourself just like you would anybody else. There's no difference. Step one, forgive yourself. Step two, make a commitment, people. Make a commitment. You know what a commitment is? Get the word out. Get the definition. Alexa, define commitment. Commitment is usually defined as the act of committing, giving in trust or charge. For more, ask me to give you more definitions for commitment. See what I'm saying? Commit, damn it. What are you committing to? To always do what you say you will. That's it. That's it. You don't have to make a bigger commitment than that. Okay, that's a very easy commitment. Are you in charge of you? Yes or no? Are you? Are you or not? Hell yeah, man. Okay, you're in charge of you. You get to decide what you commit to. Can you just decide to do what the fuck you say you will? Can you commit to that? And if you can't commit to that, sit down, take off the jersey, bitch. Get out the game. You don't have what it takes to be successful because what it takes to be successful is the ability to commit. Okay, so commit, commit to do what you say you will, number one. Now again, number one is what? Forgive themselves. Number two? Make a commitment. No, number one, make a fucking commitment. They're all number one, dude. I'm stealing that from Tim Grover. Commit to do what you said you were going to do, number one one through five. No, top. if you guys haven't heard of Tim Grover, go pick up his book, Relentless. Go look him up on social media. Tim Grover is the greatest. He's, he's a coach and, and, and strength coach and, you know, personal trainer to Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade. He's worked with all the champions because of his attitude and his mindset. And he wrote a book called Relentless. If you haven't read it, go read it. But when you look at his list, his list of 13, they're all number one. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, I love that. You know why? Because this is one of those things. They're all number one. That's why I said number one is commit. Because guess what? That is number one. Well, I thought, I thought forgive yourself was number one. They're all number one, bitches. Number one, forgive yourself. Number one, commit to do what you always say you will. Always do what you say you will. Number three, set 10 goals. Now, most people will tell you to set these big, hairy, audacious goals. Most people will tell you to think big. Most people will tell you to 10x. Okay, not right now. Not for this purpose. That is, there is relevance and and, and validity to all of those, but not here. Here, you want to set 10 goals that you know you can accomplish. Get up 10 minutes earlier, eat a little bit better, walk a little bit further, drink a little more water, be a little nicer, call a few more people. Like, dude, it ain't rocket science. Shit you can do, okay? 10 of them every single day, right? 10 things down, 10 goals, which means, again, you got to reach a little, but, you know, they're easy to reach. 10 goals every day, okay? And then, by the way, if you did what I said just a minute ago and you committed, then that means – you're going to have to do these, right? 
right or wrong? Absolutely. You, you have, have no choice. To. You committed. Because I said I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. Now tomorrow I say I'm going to do these. Go- I'm going to I'm going to do these things. Well, there's ten of them, and I said I'm going to do them. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to do them all before I get home. Before I call it quits. Before the next day. So I'm going to set ten goals attainable, and I'm going to do them every day. And that's the foundation. It sounds like for consistency. You know, having these things down. That's the foundation for consistency and that's the building blocks of confidence because every single day you're going to do what you say you're going to do. That's a win. Then you're going to start attaining all of these goals 10 times a day. That's, those are wins. Your mind doesn't know if it's a big win or a small win. It just knows you're a winner. You're winning. That's what it knows. And confidence is a memory of winning. So you have to program your head to win so you're a winner So you think you're a winner, even if it's subconsciously. And you will think you're a winner if you're subconsciously aware that you win all the fucking time. Well, guess what you're winning at? You're winning at the 10 things a day that you've told yourself, I need to consciously win 10 times a day so my subconscious realizes I'm a winner, bro. I do deserve more. And then what you do step four is consistency, which ain't step four. It's number one, brother. Consistency. You do it at first because it'll take a little time, right? There's, you got to have repetition. Listen, when you learn something, there's four key factors everybody forgets when it comes to training. Because when it boils down to it, I am the probably world's foremost expert on training and development. But the four key ingredients you need to train yourself or other people, good content, repetition, practice and accountability. Okay. This is one of those. This is one of those that you need to do. So go learn and master what I'm talking about. Execute, practice what I'm talking about. And dude, you're going to have confidence. It's going to take a little consistency, probably about 60 to 90 days of repetition. And pretty soon subconsciously and in a lot of cases, consciously, you're going to start sitting up a little bit straighter. And you're going to start walking just a little bit taller. Okay. Why? Technically, because you're starting to actually fucking like yourself. You're actually starting to believe yourself. You're actually starting to realize that you're worth more than you get. Now, at that particular case, by the way, that's when it starts getting fun and exciting because you start to recognize it. You know why you start to recognize it? Because dickheads in your life, assholes that need to be removed in your circle, start mouthing off stupid shit. Like, oh, you think you're fancy, don't you? Oh, what are you trying to be, Mr. Cool now? So you start weeding out those people. You start basically identifying them because they'll identify themselves. They're called haters and stupid people. And by the way, sometimes it's your mom, it's your brother, it's people you love. Like, dude, it's, it's people that you love, man. It's, it's not, it's not these, it's not these, you know, evil people with fangs. Sometimes it's your brother makes a stupid comment. Like, come on, dude, get real. Okay. That's what you call elimination time. Like, again, that doesn't mean never talk to your parents and your brothers and your family again. It means recognize that their input is not what you're looking for. And then mentally block out all the negative and start feeding it with all the positive and all the knowledge 
and constantly want to learn and now go about life in that order. And I'm telling you guys right now, six months to a year from now, people are going to go, holy crap, dude, that dude's night and day different. Oh my God, look, and how are you doing it? How are you so successful? And really it boils down to confidence. So interesting because there could be a hundred good comments on your photo or on your work. And then that one negative comment is what just gets human beings and they just hang on it so hard instead of just letting it go. But you just explained perfectly why that is. It's a natural phenomenon. People will pull you down when you're trying to go up. It's just a natural comfort deal. You ain't lying, dog. You ain't lying. So that's how you repair your confidence. Now, if that wasn't worth the price of admission, if that right there alone didn't get you to share this podcast and go follow me on Dropping Bombs, then brother, I suggest you save your money and go buy some tacos or something. Because dude, I always ask myself, man, that 10 minutes, was that worth it? Because if it wasn't, shit, I should have went and bought some tacos or something. <laughs> I should have went and had tacos instead of even said it. Like shit, you could have been eating tacos, I could have been eating tacos. We didn't have to waste that 20 minutes. But if you got something out of it, folks, here's what I ask that you do. Hit the share button, hit the subscribe button, and make sure that we share knowledge. Because ultimately, when it boils down to it, my passion is to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it so we can live in a world more successful. Yeah. Nothing feels better than when you're confident, when you feel like you're on top of the world, you just attract amazing things in your life, whether that be relationships, whether that be good people, good vibes, you just... You, you walk in a room, people feel it, that energy. It's like the best, you know, like being at that peak is where we should all aim to be. And it starts with what you're talking about, the foundation. If the foundation's built crappy, then you're never going to be able to build on top of it. And I know personally in my life, I struggle with some of those things big time, you know, not forgiving myself. That's huge. That's a human emotion that we need to forgive ourselves. You know, we're not, sometimes we F up and that's okay. But at the same time, it starts with making that commitment because if you don't follow up with the commitment, then you have to look yourself in the mirror and that's who you're answering to, no one else. And I think the hardest thing, I know for, for me personally, like when I think about big goals and, and dreams and these, the things I want to accomplish, I think if I don't do this, if I don't hit this goal, I will always regret it. And the fear and the pain of that regret is so much worse than the embarrassment of the failure. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, I mean, yeah, but, but at the end of the day, man, when, when, when people start a new company or a new relationship or anything new, it's a startup. If, if people would just realize that, you know, confidence is why most people lose, they're blaming these other things. When I asked you why you named a bunch of them, dude, and, and that is why that's happening. But then ask another question, why? And then ask, why? And then ask, why? And guess what you get down to? The root cause. The root cause, which is usually in most cases, confidence, dude. I, I, well, they don't love themselves. They, that, that's confidence, dude. If you have confidence, you're, you're confident. Okay, so it's like, they don't think they deserve it. That's confidence, bro. 
you can call it self-esteem, you can, you can call it self-worth, you can call it confidence. It's all the same shit, dude. You don't think you deserve anything. For what reason? Maybe your parents drilled into your head, you're a loser, you're a dipshit. Maybe a, a, a cooler older brother or, or older sister or sibling always made you uh, feel like you were in the shadow, so it caused you to go inward instead of you know, extroverted. So who knows why and who gives a shit why? You can change it. You can stop it. You can, you can stop the merry-go-round and, 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 and have any kind of life and personality you want. Okay. The first thing you need to do is figure out who you are. Who are you? What do you believe? That's what makes you interesting. That's what gives you passion. Most people are too busy looking at everybody else, trying to compare instead of what they should be doing, which is prepare, prepare, figure out who you are, figure out what you believe, figure out what you want, figure out what you believe success is, and then map to it. That is definitely a formula right there. Well, it's just what I've learned in my last 50 years. I'm 5-0, dude. People call me police now. <laughs> Does it come with the perks? Oh, sure, dude. What, being 50? No, being a policeman. Oh, you know, I do have a badge, so technically I am an honorary police officer, and I am a sworn police officer. Um, but no, the badge might get me out of tickets once in a while, but it doesn't really do anything because I'm not an active police officer. Right. So, so at the end of the day, man, your, your question was, hey, what's in that book? Dude, there's a lot more in that book, but how to build confidence is in that book. Things that took me a long time to realize. You know, how do you get along in relationships? You know, how do you, how do you, if you really love the person you're with, but you're having trouble, how do you correct it? Uh, how do you scale your business? Like, how do you, how do you win in, in all areas of life? Well, first of all, success leaves clues, bro. A lot of times it's just apply the same shit there to there, now to there, now to there. So you just have to learn the formulas and learn the rules that usually takes a long time to learn. Like go ask old people a lot of things and they're gonna be wrong information. Why? Well, because this ain't 1940, bro. Because this ain't 1976, boomer. Okay, at the end of the day, there's gonna be a lot of things that they can tell you. Okay, Sonny, okay, Junior, okay, little fella. You know, so it goes both ways. The question is, is what do you take and what do you freaking leave? Well, dude, everybody's different, bro. There is no secret answer. There is no secret sauce. There is no freaking, you know, one way to do shit. You can do shit a million ways. And I'm not here to tell you my way is any better. I'm just here, I'm just here to tell you that my way is guaranteed and factual. How do I know? Well, because I learned the hard way, bro. So either go learn the hard way, you'll come to the same damn conclusion, or go pre-order and read my book, and friggin' I'll just let you know what I've learned. Now, or you can wait 40 years and learn yourself. I don't care. It seems like in general, as people age, your, your, your care level goes down. You know, you stop caring so much about, you know, vanity things that just would upset, say, a 19-year-old or a 21-year-old. You just stop looking at the same things. Maybe having personal belongings doesn't seem as important to you versus building wealth. It seems like these basic principles that age just increases wisdom and and this wisdom you're, you're dropping right now is, is totally on point with really for everybody that's listening to this podcast, whether you're starting your own business or you're an entrepreneur or you're right on the cusp of making that big jump. And 
I think it's very interesting that there's a million really, really good ideas out there. I mean, how many people had the idea for Airbnb or the idea for Uber? And then there's only one that executed, right? Or, or two or three. Execution is what makes an idea real. You know, ideas floating in your head right now to possibly jump into that, possibly share this podcast, possibly subscribe to Dropping Bombs. But a lot of people aren't going to take that because, you know, what's easy to do is what is easy not to do. So like execution. Is there anything else you could share kind of on that word execution? I mean, it seems like it goes down to your root, your root cause, which you just mentioned. Confidence is execution. Knowing that you can execute is the first way to execute. Well, um, ironically, it's a double-edged sword because I can also tell you that execution means to take somebody's life. Yeah, yes that's darn no. quick. Yeah. But yes or no. True. Okay, so it's all perspective. So that's my point. Perspective is more important. You know, I used to be mad that I had no shoes till I met a man with no feet. Okay, then I was very happy to have no shoes because I had the damn feet. That's just perspective. Execution means take action. Correct. Execution means without execution, nothing happens. Correct. But it also means kill somebody, take someone's life. So what's your perspective? Well, shit, mine is the same one you had. So how do I get someone to, to value execution? I usually have one saying that I'll share with people to get them to understand in one sentence what you just talked about, which is the difference between great companies and great ideas is execution. Because, dude, there's a lot of great ideas. I have them all day, every day. I've had many in my life great ideas. Why do I only have a few companies? Because I only took action, which is executed, on a couple of them. Why? Because I believe, dude, chase, chase a bunch of rabbits, you're not going to catch any. That's what I believe. Okay, I focus. You know why? Because whatever you focus on grows. If you focus on the problems, problems intensify and grow. Okay, if you focus on the solution, you tend to find more solutions. Okay, it's like what you focus on grows. Go focus on your relationship. It'll grow. Go focus on your business. It'll grow. Go focus on your physical appearance. It'll grow. Like, dude, it's pretty obvious that if you focus on something, it grows. Where your attention goes, obviously, you know, things flourish. The opposite is true also. Okay, what you neglect goes away. What you neglect goes away. Like, that's just common sense, right? Neglect your relationship. It'll deteriorate and go away. Okay, neglect your health. It'll go away. Neglect your responsibilities of the business. Obligations. It'll go away. Dude, neglect, it'll go away. And focus, it'll grow. So what do you want to grow in your life, bro? You want your business to grow? You want your sales to grow? Focus on sales. Okay, you want your bottom line to grow? Focus on expenses and sales. Both. At the end of the day, man, where's your focus? Well, it all starts with figuring out who you are also because, dude, if you don't know what you want, you're never going to get it. Like, figure out what success looks like to you because success is a combination. Yeah, it seems like you're, I mean, the, there's only two ways of saying it. Like you're mentioning, you're only growing or dying. You know, there's, there's an old phrase, the only way to coast is downhill, right? Like if you're not taking steps every step of the way and building, I just like how you structure that. That makes a, the way you described that made a lot of sense to me personally, because it's just like every day, look at the 10 goals, 
are you growing those aspects or are they dying? If you're not no, reading. No, no, no. If, you, if you do the 10 goals, you're, you're attaining them every day. So it's not a matter of if you'll do them, you will do them or you're not doing what I instructed you to do, which is always do what you say you will. So at the end of the day, you're doing those 10, you are attaining those 10 every day, which will mean that you're winning, which technically means what you're saying every day you're improving because of those 10 things that you're doing, even though they're minor, they're better than yesterday. Because again, the five success factors, if you ask me, is number one, you got to take a chance. If you don't take a chance, you're going to work for someone who does. Okay, then you're going to be number two, solve problems. Always focus on solving problems. Solving problems is how you get rich. Okay, you want a million dollars, solve a million problems. Okay, or one big one. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, look for problems and focus on solving them and, and embrace them and, 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 and look for problems. In other words, become very good at solving problems, yours and others. Number three, make adjustments. Okay, listen to the feedback, listen to the data and be willing to make adjustments. I didn't start out as a software, okay? I ended up a software because I'm not afraid to make adjustments. I'm not afraid to make some course adjustments. Number five, always be learning. Like, I realize that I don't know shit compared to a lot of people in a lot of cases. You're going to know, I'll bet you there's things you know far better than I do. And I'm fucking 50. So at the end of the day, always remember that you, there's a lot you can learn and you should be learning every day. So learn, train your ass off, study your ass off, learn your ass off. And then number five, outdo yesterday, bro. Just outdo yesterday. Quit worrying about Jimmy John 505 with the Ferrari on Instagram making you feel like shit because you ain't got a Ferrari yet. You don't know what the hell that person did to get that Ferrari, number one. Number two, it might not even be their Ferrari, number two. So again, quit looking at that and worrying about it, man. Worry about yourself. Worry about who am I? What makes me happy? Focus in on you. All the success and happiness and love and money and all of that comes from the inside, bro. Outdo yesterday. That was a fantastic cliffhanger you just executed there and executed the proper way, not the death way. Wow, thank you. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I don't know everything, man. I'm just sharing what I know. I hope, I hope it's hitting somebody. I hope somebody is listening to this and they're like, man, this is huge. The, the way the guy put it just made it all come into freaking clarity. But sometimes I just say things to a, to a simpler form where it, it resonates with people because a lot of these other people that you try to hear the same thing basically from, you know, they want to they wanna wrap it in some freaking high level, you know, $10 words. It's like, dude, just boil it down. Like all the reasons you named why people fail and why people don't get started. You named probably 15. They're all great. Okay, you read those in books, you've heard that. That's how, you, that's how you've recited those because you've already heard that, right? But what, we're not, but what we're not doing is going a level deeper, man. Why do people fear judgment? Why do people think they're not worth it? Why do people overthink it? And, and, then, and then you boil it down and boil it down and boil it down and boil it down and then you get to the common root cause of all of those things. So there's too many people up here trying to solve the symptoms when you're not focused on the root cause, like go fix the root cause and all the symptoms dissipate all of them, or go worry about the 788 causes of a lack of confidence 
and you'll be freaking old by the time you figure it out. You, you, something came up to, into my mind. One of my good friends at this 19. This is gold, by the way. This is fantastic. <laughs> One of my good friends at 19 raised $42 million with this company. And he was talking about back in time, like looking after this four years. No, later. no, 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 no. That's impossible. No 19 year old could ever raise that kind of money. Right, exactly. And he said to himself, he says, when looking back, quite honestly, I think I was delusionally confident. I was so confident that I, I overstepped so much key things that I could have been better at, but that confidence got him to where he needed to be. But yeah. at what level do you think that someone goes from confident to say delusionally confident? Well, I mean, it de- quite frankly, dude, it depends on the, on the person, because like I said, it doesn't matter who says you can't, as long as you're not one of them. That guy said he was delusionally confident. I would say, was he? Like he actually did it. So then he wasn't delusionally confident. He was just confident. Somebody else that didn't pull the trigger, that didn't take a chance, that didn't solve the problems he solved, because just because he won doesn't mean there weren't, sol- there weren't problems along the way. Yes or no? Everybody always wants to look at the end result. Oh, look, he's a billionaire. Who gives a shit? You know how many problems that were thrown at him or her? You know how many challenges that person figured out and overcame? Do you know how many relationships were, were forged or ruined or, 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 or eliminated to get to where that person got to? You're, 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 you're looking at the end result, man. Start looking at the journey. People always say, it's the journey that counts. No, it isn't. Okay, what if, what, if, what if your whole life you regret and you ended up where you don't want to be? What if your whole life you regret, but you ended up where you want to be? What's the difference? If you, if you spent your whole life and ended up where you didn't want to be and you regretted your whole life and you ended up where you didn't want to be, okay, are you bummed? Yeah, I'm bummed. Okay, so what if you regretted your whole life, but you open your eyes one day and there you are exactly where you want to be? Did you really regret your life? No, sir. So come on, dude. It ain't the journey. It's the destination. Where the fuck are you going? That's what you need to ask yourself. Yeah. And if you know, it's, uh, there, there's studies show that you, what's real in your brain. Like if you can see yourself on that stage, you can see yourself. It's almost like the same, same wavelengths. And I might get this a little bit wrong, but the same like chemistry and science shows that you can mimic the same brain patterns by thinking you're there in that car, in that business, whatever, just by th- thoughts alone. Like thoughts are so powerful. Thoughts are things. The law of attraction. So real. We're starting to carpet bomb this bitch because you're exactly right. Let me tell you something, dude. Thoughts, that everything obviously begins with the thought, but they took a survey and did a study, several teams in sports, to where they took a particular group of people and said, you practice throwing free throws. And then they took another group of athletes and said, you don't practice at all. And they took another group of athletes and they said, you think about practicing. Don't practice, just think about it. So the, the group that practiced every single day improved 24%. The group that did not practice or think about practicing made zero improvements. The people that thought about practicing but did not practice one ounce improved 23%. 
So essentially the people that thought about practicing improved the same amount as the people that actually practiced. If that ain't proof, I don't know what is. That is, that's, that's the foundation right there. So Brad, you know, we, we, we go back to this, this one question. It's kind of like the epitome of, of the podcast and, and really where we like to head in. You kind of already answered it, but we'll see if you want to add to it. And it goes back, if you could go back in time, say to maybe 18 year old you, and you're like, listen, homie, this is 50 year old me. You know, we only got five minutes, bro. And you could have said something that could have saved you a ton of say time, headache, heartache, whatever it be. And it can't be like, I wouldn't change anything because it made me who I am. Even though that's a great answer. I don't, I don't bullshit that. <laughs> when people say that, that's because they don't, they don't have, they don't want to tell you their weaknesses. It's a good point. It's a good point. But what do you think you would say to that guy? Like, what do you think you would say? Dude, how much time do I have? I mean, shit, I'd school that some bitch. So, so, so my life would, would automatically, you know, materialize <laughs> even better. Yeah, but, that's some Aladdin. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'd say don't get married for a while. I'd say freaking stop being impressed by other people. Start impressing yourself. But, but I wouldn't have known what that meant. So, so like I would have argued it anyway. Like, you, like I, I probably wouldn't say shit because I would have argued anyway. But at the end of the day, if I could go back and, and, and convince my younger self that everything I said was right and, and I want that person to do it, I would say take your fitness and health a little more seriously. Why? I could have been buff my whole life. I haven't been buff my whole life. I've been more dad bod my whole life. Being buff would have opened more doors, made me feel better, made me more confident, made me, uh, in other words, just more opportunities. I would have been in better shape. I would have treated my health a little bit better. I wouldn't have drank as much as I drank, smoked as much as I smoked, partied as much as I partied. So people always say, what do you mean party? Well, shit, dude, you know, I've done some things. I'm not like the president that says I've never done anything, but because I might run for president, I'm not going to get into specifics. Let's just say I've partied, bro. <laughs> but anyway, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, man, I'd go back and I'd tell myself two main things. Okay. Seek knowledge faster. You don't have to learn the hard way. Pick up my book the hard way so you don't have to. Number two, I would say invest money more wisely. And number three, I would say fuck what other people think. Do not, do not anticipate or fear or worry about what other people think of you. That's the three, that's the three main things I'd say, I'd say, Brad, do me a favor. Okay. Don't make any decisions based on what other people think of you. Do whatever you think you should. Okay. Um, number two, seek knowledge faster. You don't have to learn the hard way. There's people out there that could save you a lot of time and money, but you might have to give them some money. Go ahead and pay them. Go ahead and spend the time. Go ahead and research and, and, and hunt them down and see if they will accelerate your path. And then, and then I would say, quit, don't spend all that money trying to impress people because no one will be impressed by it. Save that money and invest it wisely and then everyone will be impressed by it. So if you want to actually impress people, don't try to impress people. And then I'd say, and by the way, whatever you 
did was great because it produced me, but I think there's more. I think there's potential where if you just incorporate these three things, my shit will improve 500 times. <laughs> and I'd also say, don't be an asshole. Don't say the mean things you're probably going to say to people. Don't treat people the way you treated certain people. Don't do the stupid shit you did because why? Well, then it hurt feelings and it, and it caused other people to go backwards. And now that I'm older, I realize you don't want anybody else in the world to go backwards. You don't want to freaking take and hurt and, 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 and cause pain in any way. You want to do the opposite. You want to improve. You want to contribute. You want to create. You want to freaking where anyone that touches you in your lifetime became a better person because they met you. That's what you want. And then I probably would have, you know, I mean, who knows? Like right now it's like, I'm thinking, well, maybe I wouldn't have my daughters. Well, of course I want my daughters. Well, would, I wouldn't have my sons. Well, of course I want my sons. So that's why you get those stupid answers, which is I wouldn't change a thing. Well, technically true. I probably wouldn't change a thing. Why? Because dude, I ain't getting rid of my kids. I'm, I'm happy. I have them, but I probably have, better kids. <laughs> I probably have kids that are all doctors and lawyers and shit. But at the end of the day, who knows, bro? That's one thing I want to make a point to the end of this whole rant. Guys, don't regret decisions. Don't try to think what you could have done better because when it boils down to it, if you really want the truth, the truth is, is you don't want anything to be different if you appreciate what you have in your life now, because if it were different, things would be different. See what I'm saying? Don't regret nothing, man, because whatever it is you did, whatever it is you agreed to, wherever it is, it caused you to be who you are. And that is the truth. And, and, and uh, get what you get. Now, if you're sitting there with nothing and you're a piece of shit and everybody hates you, well, then I guess all that advice is stupid, isn't it? You should have did things different. You should have said different. Uh, uh, you should have made different choices. You should have been different. Okay, so again, if you're kicking ass and you love everything that's going on, well, then don't change a thing. I'd tell my 50-year-old or 18-year-old self, don't, don't do anything different. I wouldn't even talk to him because I want him to do everything and learn everything and say everything he did. But that's just not true, man. It's not true. I'd, I'd go back and I'd say, don't be a piece of shit. Don't be a liar. Don't focus on yourself. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't steal. Don't let yourself down. Don't skip the gym. Don't spend that money. Don't blow that money. You know, don't call that girl. Okay. All of the things I did that were a mistake in my opinion. Now I would have changed. Now, if you told me that if I did all those things and corrected all those things, I would not have my children today. Well, then I wouldn't change a fucking thing. But since it's all hypothetical bullshit, who cares? You know what the lesson is? The lesson is this guys. Make good decisions, move forward with what I just said so you don't have to change anything, okay? You don't need to change anything because you're not there yet, you're not 50 yet, you're not a 20-year-old seasoned business yet, okay? So, so, so just start making good choices now so when you're asked, what would you change? Your honest answer is nothing. Bradley commandments. They have been spoken. Someone find a scribe and etch them onto some stone. There it is. You just carpet bombed, as you would say, that answer. That was so great. That was great value. And man, we appreciate you. Our audience appreciates you. 
as always, uh, where can they find you if they want to continue to follow the Bradley experience? Dude, bradley.com. That's L-E-A. Um, bradley.com. You can, you can find me anywhere after that. But uh, Instagram is where I hang out and hit people up in the DM. That's me, by the way. So a lot of people are like, can't believe you answered. That is me answering. I don't have a team answering my DM. So if you guys uh, have questions, want to hit me up, Instagram or bradley.com. That'll tell you what I'm doing, what I'm up to, where I'm going, all that. Looking forward to staying in touch, man. We appreciate having you on the show. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to another episode of Len Jones Party of Two. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to stay up to date on our new episodes. And remember, hope is not a strategy. Keep making moves. Till next time, peace.